Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday the 4th of May. On the Hebrew calendar it is the third day of Iyar and we are counting 18 on the Omer today. Today is a special day in Israel. It's a solemn day. It's called Yom Hazikaron. It's a memorial day. Today we remember the fallen soldiers and the victims of terrorism from the very beginning of this nation until today. This week our parasha is called Kedoshim, which means holy. And today's reading will be Leviticus 19, 33 through 37. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people, Israel, and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. If a stranger lives as a foreigner with you in your land, you shall not do him wrong. The stranger who lives as a foreigner with you shall be to you as the native born among you, and you shall love him as yourself, for you lived as foreigners in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. You shall do no unrighteousness in judgment, in measures of length, of weight, or of quantity. You shall have just balances, just weights, a just ephah, and a just hin. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. You shall observe all my statutes and all my ordinances, and do them. I am the Lord. That was Leviticus 19, 33-37. Today's portion from the Prophets is Isaiah 59. Behold, the hand of the Lord is not shortened that it cannot save, nor his ear dull that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you, so that he will not hear. For your hands are defiled with blood and your fingers with iniquity. Your lips have spoken lies. Your tongue mutters wickedness. No one sues in righteousness and no one pleads in truth. They trust in vanity and speak lies. They conceive mischief and give birth to iniquity. They hatch adder's eggs and weave the spider's web. He who eats of their eggs dies, and that which is crushed breaks out into a viper. Their webs will not become garments. They will not cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity. The acts of violence are in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they hurry to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Desolation and destruction are in their paths. They do not know the way of Shalom, and there is no justice in their ways. They have made crooked paths for themselves, 
Whoever goes in them shall not know shalom. Therefore justice is far from us, and righteousness does not overtake us. We look for light, but see darkness, for brightness, but we walk in obscurity. We grope for the wall like the blind, yes, we grope as those who have no eyes. We stumble at noon as if it were twilight. Among those who are strong, we are like dead men. We all roar like bears and moan bitterly like doves. We look for justice, but there is none. For salvation, but it is far from us. For our transgressions are multiplied before you, and our sins testify against us. For our transgressions are with us, and as for our iniquities, we know them. Transgressing and denying the Lord, and turning away from following our God. Speaking oppression and revolt, conceiving and uttering from the heart words of falsehood. Justice is turned away backward, and righteousness stands far away, for truth has fallen in the street, and uprightness cannot enter. Yes, truth is lacking, and he who departs from evil makes himself a prey. The Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no justice. He saw that there was no man, and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore his own arm brought salvation to him, and his righteousness sustained him. He put on righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. He put on garments of vengeance for clothing, and was clad with zeal as a mantle. According to their deeds, he will repay as appropriate wrath to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies. He will repay the islands their due. So they will fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Ruach of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. A Redeemer will come to Zion, and to those who turn from transgression in Yaakov, says the Lord. As for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My Ruach who is on you, and my words which I have put in your mouth, shall not depart out of your mouth, nor out of the mouth of your offspring, nor out of the mouth of your offspring's offspring, says the Lord from now on and forever. That was Isaiah 59. Today's portion from the writings will be Job 5. And uh, here in Job 5, it is continuing the speech of Eliphaz the Temanite, Job's friend and the first one to address him. Call now. Is there any who will answer you? To which of the holy ones will you turn? For anger kills the foolish man, and envy slays the simple. I have seen the foolish taking root, but suddenly I cursed his habitation. His children are far from safety. They are crushed in the gate. Neither is there any to deliver them. Whose harvest the hungry eats up, and takes it even out of the thorns, the snare gapes for their substance. 
For affliction does not come out of the dust, neither does trouble spring out of the ground. But man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. But as for me, I would seek God, and I would commit my cause to God, who does great things that cannot be fathomed, marvelous things without number, who gives rain on the earth and sends waters on the fields, so that he sets up on high those who are low, those who mourn are exalted to safety. He frustrates the plans of the crafty, so that their hands cannot achieve success. He takes the wise in their own craftiness. The counsel of the cunning is carried headlong. They meet with darkness in the daytime, and grope at noonday as in the night. But he saves from the sword of their mouth even the needy from the hand of the mighty. So the poor has hope, and injustice shuts her mouth. Behold, happy is the man whom God corrects. Therefore do not despise the discipline of Shaddai. For he wounds and binds up. He injures, and his hands make whole. He will deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven no evil will touch you. In famine he will redeem you from death. In war from the power of the sword. You will be hidden from the scourge of the tongue. Neither will you be afraid of destruction when it comes. You will laugh at destruction and famine. Neither will you be afraid of the animals of the earth. For you will be allied with the stones of the field, and the animals of the field will be at peace with you. You will know that your tent is in shalom, and you will visit your habitation and will miss nothing. You will know also that your offspring will be great, and your offspring as the grass of the earth. You will come to your grave in a full age, like a shock of grain comes in its season. Look at this. We have searched it. It is so. Hear it and know it for your good. That was Job 5. And our next portion will be from the Apostles. Today we're reading Romans 4. What then will we say that Abraham, our forefather, has found according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not toward God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Now to him who works... The reward is not counted as grace, but as something owed. But to him who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Just as David also pronounces the blessing on the man to whom God counts righteousness apart from works. Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man whom the Lord will by no means charge with sin. Is this blessing then pronounced on the circumcised or also on the uncircumcised? For we say that faith was accounted to Abraham for righteousness. How then was it counted? When he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. 
And he received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith, which he had while he was in uncircumcision, so that he might be the father of all those who believe, though they might be in uncircumcision, that righteousness might also be accounted to them. And the father of circumcision, to those who do not who not only are of the circumcision, but who also walk in the steps of that faith that our father Abraham had, which he had in uncircumcision. For the promise to Abraham and to his offspring that he should be heir of the world was not through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. For if those who are of the Torah are heirs, Faith is made void, and the promise is made of no effect. For the Torah brings about wrath, but where there is no law, there is no transgression. For this cause it is of faith, that it may be according to grace, to the end that the promise may be sure to all the offspring, not to that only which is of the Torah, but to that also, which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. This is in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls the things that are not as though they were. Besides hope, Abraham in hope believed to the end that he might become a father of many nations, According to that which has been spoken, so will your offspring be. And without being weakened in faith, he did not consider his own body, already having been worn out, he being about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. Yet, looking to the promise of God, he did not waver through unbelief, but grew strong through faith, giving glory to God and being fully assured that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Therefore it was also credited to him for righteousness. Now it was not written that it was accounted to him for his sake alone, but for our sake also, to whom it will be accounted who believe in him who raised Yeshua our Lord from the dead who was delivered up for our trespasses and was raised up for our justification. That was Romans 4, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice, you'll be reading Matthew 21, 23 through 46 also today. Well, that is all for today. I pray that you have... A blessed day if you are here in Israel. I hope that your memorial day will be full of meaning and anticipation of the celebrations of Independence Day for tonight as we first honor the sacrifice of those who gave their lives in order for us to be able to celebrate Independence Day. Well, that's all for me. Thank you for listening. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.